I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome and thank you for listening to this very first Language Alchemy podcast. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach, and I love helping people have more peace and more harmony in their lives and relationships. I'm also someone who's been fascinated by languages since I was a little girl. It all started in the city where I grew up, in the north of Argentina, in the city of Salta, that is frequented by many tourists who bring foreign languages. I was so fascinated by that that I set out to learn some languages myself, which then, in time, led me to become a language teacher and a translator, and then later on, an interpreter. And after decades of studying and teaching about language and communication, I realized that I actually knew a lot about language, but what I didn't really know was how to use language consciously. You know, language is so powerful. It has the power to connect and to heal, but language also has the power to hurt and divide. I didn't really know how to use my own language to shape my life, my relationships, in a way that could bring in more connection and more healing for my life and relationships instead of more hurt and disconnection. I actually lost many friends along the way because I didn't really know how to talk to them when I was upset. But because I lived in different countries and I moved to different places, there were always new people to connect with and become friends with. Now, things changed for me when I made one of the most important decisions in my life, and that was when I got married. When I got married, that realization that I didn't really have the ability to direct my language consciously became crystal clear, and my marriage became a great motivation because I didn't really want to lose that relationship with my beloved husband, Matthew. And of course, the answer didn't come instantaneously. No, it took some time. Matthew and I, my husband Matthew and I, we had been married for maybe just a few months and we had a big fight. I stormed out of the house and went into a yoga class. We were living in San Francisco at the time and I left that yoga class and when I was crossing the street, which was Dolores Street, I actually had the most powerful insight. As I was crossing that street, I understood that the way I was communicating with Matthew was the replica of the way my parents communicated to each other when they were upset with one another. And in that moment, a flashback came to my mind of the commitments that Matthew and I made to one another on our wedding day in front of our families and our communities. I clearly saw that if I wanted to fulfill my end of that commitment, 
then I needed to learn to communicate in a language that helped me cultivate the love, the honesty, and the shared power I committed to with Matthew when we got married. This insight invited me to go through a deep exploration of language and communication and transformation. And the rest, well, the rest is history. Since then, I've been teaching, I don't know, hundreds of couples and individuals and groups communicate with clarity, confidence, and compassion through a process that I call language alchemy, just like the name of this podcast. And after a decade of doing this and many of my students and clients asking me to put a podcast together, well, here it is. I've created this podcast for three reasons. One, because it is possible to transform our lives and relationships when we transform our, our language. I have the evidence for it, not just with my clients and students, but also with myself as the uh, OGP or the original guinea pig. And it's possible for you as well. The fact that you learn to speak a language means that you already have that skill available and all you need to do is to refine it and learn how to direct it towards your particular vision and values. I also created this podcast because when you transform your language and communication, you not only transform your life, but you transform your relationships. And you transform your relationships, not just for yourself, but for the rest of our human family, because you become a model. And number three, I created this podcast because there's still a lot of unnecessary pain and suffering amongst us in this planet. And your voice, your capacity as a conscious, mature adult who can call in and bring in more understanding, more connection, more equity, and more love, all that is needed right now. And all this can happen when you consciously use the most powerful tool you have available to you at all times, which is your language. Let me give you an example. Let's say that it's only an hour after you got up and you're rushing out the door for an important meeting and you have your bag and your hand in one hand and your turmeric tea and your phone and the car keys in the other. And as you're locking the door, you spill that drink. So now you have to go back and change clothes. Well, you know you're running late. And as all this happens, in your internal dialogue, you hear, oh, you're so clumsy. What's wrong with you? When are you going to learn? You're going to disappoint this other person. You're going to let them down. What is she going to think of you? You'll get in trouble. Wow. Having this kind of language in your internal dialogue, how do you think it impacts how you say hi to your kids again when you come back to change those clothes? Or how do you think you treat your dog who's following you around to your closet as you find something else to wear? How do you think you then drive and communicate with your fellow drivers, especially to that driver who's going below the speed limit? When your brain is just focused on communicating fear and punishment to you. Now, let's 
think of the same situation. So you're rushing at the door and this time you spill your drink again, but what you hear in your internal dialogue is completely different. What you actually hear in your internal dialogue is, oh, I'm really excited to get to this meeting and now I have to change my clothes. I think the blue top is going to work well with this outfit and I need to send a text to the person I'm going to meet, let them know that I'm going to be there 10 minutes late. Now, as you have that other language, that other message in your internal dialogue, how do you think you are going to relate to your family as you came back to change your clothes or to your dog or to your fellow drivers? Very differently, right? Now, what I want to share with you is that this is not a made-up story. This is actually an experience that happened to one of my clients. And we're going to call her Tina. And what Tina learned to do was to have her language go through a process of transformation that allowed her to be more present with herself, with her family, and with her career. If she can do it, you can too. And what she did is what I called language alchemy. So this brings us to the word alchemy. What is alchemy? Well, alchemy is an ancient practice that originated in Egypt and spread through Europe in which the main idea was to take an ordinary element and have it go through a process of transformation so that it could become extraordinary. The original alchemists were said to work with lead, an ordinary element, and have it go through transformation so that it would turn into gold. But there was actually a more esoteric meaning to that word alchemy and to the process of alchemy. That was that the ordinary element was actually the human being, someone made of flesh and bone, and that all these alchemical processes were to lead to a transformation in which that ordinary human being could reach its goal potential of having connection to their essence, nature, or godlike or spirit-like nature, and then live from that alignment in their body of that, with that essence. Now for me, the word alchemy also has a personal meaning and a very special one. When I grew up in Argentina, I grew up with a father who loved to cook. And whenever he would cook, he would invite me into the ki kitchen and say to me, Alejandra, today we are going to do alchemy, alchemia. You know, my mother thought he was teaching me how to cook. Uh, my husband Matthew can prove that he didn't teach me how to cook. What my father actually taught me was about alchemy. He was really my first spiritual teacher. He would say something like, you see these ingredients, these vegetables, these spices, okay, we're going to mix them together. And if we are performing alchemy, the outcome is not going to be just a meal for our family. The outcome is going to be love. 
And when he was done, he would say, now we're ready to serve love to our family. This is the same thing that happened with Tina, my client. She performed language alchemy and the outcome was love. Love for herself because she was calmer, more capable. Love for her family because she was more presence. And love for her potential with her career and fellow drivers because she was a calmer driver. Now, this is the potential that we have and that you have and you can reach when you perform alchemy. And you know, someone asked me some time ago if I invented alchemy, I would say, no, of course I didn't. It would be like if I said that my father invented artichokes or convention ovens. Now, language alchemy is my integration of all the transformative processes that I have found to be very useful from different fields, from linguistics, Buddhist psychology, neuroscience, ancient wisdom traditions like yoga and meditation, Ayurveda and mindfulness, more modern traditions like neuro-linguistic programming, and many communication approaches such as NVC or compassionate communication. So you can say that language alchemy rests on the shoulders and the love and wisdom of so many human beings who worked tirelessly to bring in more awareness, more compassion, and more love into this world. During these weekly podcast episodes, we are going to talk about the alchemical power of language. I'm also going to interview fascinating people from all these different disciplines that I have studied. And I am going to answer your communication questions. You can find this podcast, which is going to be about 20, 24 minutes on my website at languagealchemy.com. And you can also subscribe anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, like Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook. And when you visit my website, languagealchemy.com, you can join my mailing list and get a free guide to redirect your reactivity when you feel triggered and you want to communicate like the mature, conscious adult that you are. We've come to the end of this first episode of the Language Alchemy podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm grateful that you have started this magical journey with me. Until next week, as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. This podcast was made possible thanks to many lovely human beings. A special thanks to Samantha and Anna, Matthew, Thais, Caroline, and Tara, and to my friend Gary Lapoe, who composed the music for this podcast. You can find more of Gary Lapoe's music on Spotify. And for links and show notes, check out languagealchemy.com.